Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is Fight Disciples. Welcome to podcast episode number 764. This is our boxing preview for the weekend ahead. A lot of action going on uh, stateside, a little bit of stuff going on in the UK as well. So we're going to get stuck into that. And of course, we're going to tell you a couple of tales uh, from things that are going on on our little tour of London because we are down here for the UFC. Um, before we talk about badges and skunks again and, and all that type of stuff, that might, might not mean anything to you if you haven't watched yesterday's show, but it's there for you to go and have a little bit of a check out. Available on our website, fightdisciples.com, and on our YouTube channel. Uh, we would like you to subscribe. If you like random... Uh, Wildlife adventure stories. Whilst we're in the middle of previewing fights. A lot of that was factual. I'd like to just highlight that. Awesome. A lot of it was factual information carry on anyway fightdisciples.com is the website go there spotify google play you name it we've got it uh, go and get stuck into it and please subscribe to us if you just want to listen to us audio wise and we know that there's a lot of people that already do that so thank you so much uh, if you are a, an audio subscriber we would like you to be a visual subscriber as well so if you could go to our youtube channel and subscribe there too you get to watch this nonsense on a day by day week by week basis you've had uh, a good pickup from your uh, from your wildlife exploits haven't you? well not yet heard from bbc yeah wildlife on one or because yeah. you know the old they're calling you the david attenborough of, of fight sports is what they're calling you now correct correct <laughs> so yeah i'm expecting that call at any time mm. to come in so because people were i'll be honest people were blown away by the knowledge <laughs> of the british country but I am country, as you know. I do have chickens, which means I'm basically a farmer. So I'm part of that clique. Yeah. So no surprise, really, to people that know me well, that my knowledge of badgers and vermin and predators of the British Isles yep. is far superior than the average man. But the Terry Nuckins thing was a complete shot in the dark. I had no idea he lost his fingers to an... Well, it was a otter. an otter, which is the... Is the Go on. It's a, it is related. The badger of the sea. <laughs> or the badger of the rivers. A river badger. Otters are often described as river badgers. Are they? <laughs> oh, let's not do this again. Made it up. Gonna, let's just crack on. Anyway. <clears throat> um, this is a rare thing for us. We had separate nights out last night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I hooked up you, with a couple got, of my old... Uh, your proper friends. My old adversaries, <laughs> yeah. We had a bit of a Fighters Only magazine reunion in London. 
with a couple of guys I used to work with there at the magazine. Yeah, we had a bit of a scream. We went over to went over into town, had a few drinks. Did you? Had a few nibbles. Yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, it was a good old catch up. There have been a few ears burning, I'm mm. sure, with some of the tales being told. But yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Did you go to bed early? Crying to your pillow because I, I wasn't around? I went out with Mike. We <laughs> <laughs> expected. Do you know something? I've made some bad life choices in my time. And often they involve Michael Bisman. Yeah. Um, and the last few hours uh, of, of last... Basically what happened was this, right? You've gone out. So there's me, Bispin, Paul, our producer at BT. Mm-hmm. Audi, that's our, mm-hmm. was with us. Uh, and Mike's uh, camera guy, John. Yeah. Right? So there's just us five sat around the table, drinking away, eating away, having a, having a good crack. Anyway, it gets to the point where... Mike starts talking about gym work and whether I'm, I'm actually going to get up for the gym in the morning. That's right. You went off for a Ed, Eddie Hearn-style morning yeah. run, didn't you? Yeah, well, he morning. does it every day. He does 5K. It, he does it all the time. Yeah. Um, that got mentioned as I was leaving the room, and I remember specifically not turning back to engage in that conversation. Right. I was like, see ya. Well, that conversation started going up a, a few levels when I said that I could outrun him. Ah. Right? I said, Mike, so you've got two false knees, mate. I've got you all there, pal. You, you map the route out and I'll absolutely skin your life, right? So he did. He mapped the route out and he said, and obviously he's reminding me as we were calling time. Call time around about midnight, all right? Call time around I about midnight. I heard the run was set for 6.30, wasn't it? Did it happen at 6.30? Right. That was, that was the last thing I heard well, when I left the room. Well, th- this is my morning, right? Six o'clock, phone's going. Who is it? Laughing boy, right? Picks it up. He goes, where are you? <laughs> I said, I'm in bed. You said 6.30. He goes, yeah, but you've got to get up. You've got to get ready. You've got to do your stretches. You've got to, you've got, you've got to be ready for the race. Be, like, be careful. Because he's, slip, he's slipping into John Fiori yeah, mode. Yeah, I'm actually here. a little keep, bit, yeah. Keep it, keep it, keep it Go on. So anyway, next thing I know, he phones me back at about 20 past six as I'm getting myself together. And he goes, oh, he's going to come with us. Mega. So I said, great. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be about 20 minutes before he can get ready. Sound. Anyway, seven o'clock comes to, because he's running past my hotel, because we're in separate hotels here. So he comes, he comes to the front door, him and Audi. Right, we're eight. I've got the map. Everything's sorted. Here we go. Sets off. Really gentle pace. And I went, I can live with this. Yeah, yeah. I've had a few beers last night and a bit of a feed. I can live with so this. So it was a trot. That's all it was, mate. Nice little morning trot. That's it. You know, a little 25, 30 minute job. 5K. Yeah. He's mapped it out. Gets us lost. So he sticks another, say, I'd say about half a mile on the, on the thing, running around the Canary Wharf. Finishes the run. I'm feeling a million dollars thinking I'm brand new here. Absolutely superb. It's about, what, half past seven in the morning. Get back. Little stu- sauna and steam. Mm-hmm. Job right. And I'll be set up for the day. He then shouts at me. He says, where are you going? Wait session. <laughs> I went, all right. <laughs> here we go. Goes up to the gym in, uh, in the fighter hotel. And obviously... We're in the process of people. I'm just going to say, this is the day before people are making weight. So people yeah. are in there working yeah. now, surely. People are in there. They're doing the cut. And anybody that has ever done this before knows full well that they turn the air conditioning off in of the course, gym. Of course, mate. The heating goes on. as hot as you possibly can. Yeah, they want it to sweat. Yes. And obviously Mike walks in there. He's the former champ, isn't he? He's the man. Absolutely the man. And he sees people on these machines lifting stuff, running. Then he goes, I'll show them. I'll show them that I've still got it. But he ropes me into this competition as well. So the next thing you know, he sets up all these bloody circuits, press-ups, sit-ups, star jumps, yeah, pull-ups, all this stuff. Two hours, mate. Two hours. And he wouldn't let me go. 
to the point, this is what happened at the end of it, right? So we've done a full two hours. He's a beast. He's smashing all this to bits. Of course he is. He's fit as a fiddle. Me and, me and Audie are looking at each other going, what have we got ourselves into here, mate? I can't lift my... I had pins and needles in my arm at one point. I was going to pass out. I felt like I was going to be sick. The session finished. He, he, he led us off this um, like sit-up crunch thing, right? He led us off it and he went, right, 10 minutes in sauna, five minutes in steam, and we'll be brand new, Right? I got into the sauna. Bit of mind, it's the fighter's sauna, so I'm guessing it's been jacked up for the oh, last mate, 24 hours. I, I've never been in a sauna as hot. Yeah, like the volcano, like Mordor. Within, <laughs> with a Lord of the Rings reference with, there. Within 60 seconds, yeah. I felt like I was going to spew. I'm not surprised. I went, The problem with that as well, was the fighters in there? Uh, no, you, you get frowned upon when the door gets yeah. open, do you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. you're letting the heat out. No, there was just those, right. just okay. those three. There were me all day. Um, so Mike shadow boxing. He's, mate, he's chatting away, put his tunes on, and I'm like, going, Mike, shut up, my head's all over the place, right? <laughs> then I get sort of says, mate, I can't do it. He grabbed me, sat me down, he goes, it's in your head, battle through. <laughs> right? I'm sat there for 10 minutes shivering in corner like this. And he's like, come on, come on, you can do it, you can do it. Anyway, we completed it. Then drags me into the steam room, I said, mate, I can't breathe, there's no air in here. Anyway. We completed it. I'm shivering all over the place. You absolute idiot. Story goes to the next level here, though, right? <clears throat> so I comes back to the hotel. This is exactly why I walked away when the conversation Mate, no, began. Because no. I knew that was going to happen. Right. Finishes, right? Comes back to the hotel. I'm, abs- I'm, in, I'm in a mess. Mm-hmm. Gets to the hotel room. I literally... What's this? Eight o'clock in the morning? Nine o'clock this morning? Something like that? Yeah, we've done yeah. two hours. Nine o'clock. Two mm-hmm. hours I've done with, yeah, okay. with that lunatic, right? <laughs> Gets back to my hotel room. I literally clap. I've just got water. I'm drinking as much water as I can. And I'm led flat out on the floor of, of, of my hotel room, right? I think, right. I'm back in the room now. Sound. Right. Let's get myself straight because we've got to come and do the podcast, right? So, strips off. Because everything's dripping. So, strips off. I'm absolute bollock Now, you, you won't have this yet, right? <laughs> but I, anybody that is follically challenged, right, knows full well that... Every now and again, if it does, if there is a little bit of growth on there, you, you look a bit scruffy, right? Yeah. You look like a dirty tennis ball. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I've looked in the mirror as I've got going towards Steam's the shower. Steam's opened up all your pores. Yeah. And I'm looking at that. myself, thinking, "Fucking hell, mate, you look old, right? Come on, son, shave your head." So this is umbilical, so, right? <laughs> I put some music on, right? <laughs> and I've got my clippers. I cut me on air, so I'm cutting me on air, right? Minding my own business, thinking, right, sweet as, didn't hear fucking cleaner coming, did I? <laughs> she's obviously knocked on door a couple of tunes are on there right she's knocked on door obviously a couple of times <laughs> thought nobody's in she's fucking the bathroom's right there she's walked through the front door right and obviously uh, as you walk into my room bathroom's literally right mine's the opposite so right. yeah okay so she's walked in committed I'm, I'm there absolute stalkers shaving my head I can just see a shadow right because the mirror's here so I can see a shadow oh yeah Right, so I'm looking at the mirror, I could just see a shadow come past, shit myself, fully turned round, bollock all like this, and the woman's like, both of us just looking at each other like this, and she went, <laughs> out she goes, right? <laughs> out she goes. I can hear her laughing, right, <laughs> on the corridor, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't go out, I can't go out now, because it's so, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? So I carries on my business. She, bear in mind, I've got my weekend, right? So oh I, haven't finished, I haven't finished my haircut. So I've got hairs all over the place. I'm bollock naked. Anyway, 
showers up, finish, finish me here, showers up, gets myself straight, right? Sheepishly, open the door, look round. She's not there, right? Sweet, I can fucking come out. So goes out to go and get myself a coffee. Goes and gets myself a coffee, comes back, who's in the room? <laughs> there she is. She had a job to do. Didn't say anything, just laughed in my face. <laughs> just laughed. <laughs> and I went, I went, because I it was awkward just being in the room. So I said, I'll, I'll wait outside, yeah? And, she just, just and that's why we were 15 minutes late, because you... That's it, that's it. I was hiding on the corridor, waiting for her to finish. That's how it is. I love the fact... That's been my morning. She laughed. She's seen you naked, yep. and she laughed. Laughed at me. Laughed. Not uh, no, oh, no. I'm really sorry. No, no, sir. no. Hysterically laughed. <laughs> she did it behind my back when she went to the corridor. Hysterically laughed. And then to my face when I walked back in the room, <laughs> just laughed at me. <laughs> the beauty of it is... Every single member of staff in this hotel oh, they all know. is now aware of exactly what happened they this know. morning. They know. About the guy in room 12, whatever. Yep. So when you go downstairs later, all the reception staff, they know. everyone that served breakfast buffet, everyone in the whole hotel has had a full description of your genitalia. Yep. Can I just say, right, after working out, it does shrink a bit. <laughs> you get Did a you say that to her? You get a footballer's dick, don't you? Did you say that to her? Did you say that? Please. I've been working out. Come, <laughs> promise me, come back in 20 minutes. I'll show you something. I'll warm it. Just let me warm it up. <laughs> I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> oh, so mega. there you go. That was it. That's, that's been my Brilliant. morning, pal. Brilliant. Mm. OnlyFans. Adam Catchell, OnlyFans. Yeah. Mega. Mm. Fucking hell. Have you, have you done your steam and sauna yet? I have a bollocks. I rolled out of bed about quarter you, to you ten. Were, you were on pads yesterday. Full English. Back downstairs. Lay on my bed watching the Women's World Cup. I had the Women's World Cup on. I had the open on my laptop. But I like a dog with two dicks. Loved it. And, and you've had your full English already. I've had my full English. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to push my workout back until after we record this show. You don't. I'll do a little bit of a lunchtime. It doesn't matter. Out. It doesn't matter what time you work out of the day. That's a fallacy. What's not? I feel brand new now. A bit embarrassed, yeah. but I feel brand new. I feel great. I feel great. I've got a belly full of. What did you eat last eggs? night? Where, where, where did you go last night? Uh, we went over to the, um, what's the one there, just in Canary Wharf, the... Old Bar One thing. What's the one on the top floor? I know where you are. We can have something to it's eat. It's like a steakhouse. Alchemist. Thing. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Alchemist. yeah, yeah, yeah. Went in there, uh, had a something to eat, had a couple of cocktails. Of course you did. You know, you know how it is, so... I think you're on holiday, don't you? <laughs> That's why I've got <laughs> me flip-flops and shorts. You think you're Can't on holiday. Can't see, but I've got me... I've got me uh, me tribute tee on. I've got me me footy shorts, me flip flops. The holidays begun, pal. There you go. Doing a bit later though, aren't we? We're doing a bit later. Well, we're doing a bit now. We're doing. This a bit is work. Now. This is this is what we do. Anyway, boxing. Yes. What we're doing. There you go. Just a little bit of a tale there um, from my morning. But boxing this weekend. Uh, do you want to start? Cambosus Maxi Hughes. Or do you want to do uh, it let's in? Let's start Friday. Let's do it in Lee order. Lee McGregor? Lee McGregor. Okay. Friday night up in Edinburgh. It is Edinburgh, isn't it? I think it's Glasgow where he's fighting, isn't it? No, it's Edinburgh. Anyway, he's in Scotland. Yeah. He's, in, he's fighting in Scotland. Go on. Bonnie Edinburgh. One of the UK's most fantastic, fantastic cities. The exact opposite of Cardiff. Cardiff's, Cardiff was rubbish. Edinburgh. Have you ever been to Edinburgh? Been to Edinburgh several times. It is a sensational place. Oh. I like Cardiff, but beautiful. it is a sensational... Two, two, uh, two places with castles. Castles in the middle of the but cities. Extremes are opposite end of good and bad. 
But brilliant. I loved it. Love Edinburgh. And I was, wish I was there this weekend. I've got to be honest with you. Fantastic. Fantastic city. You wish you were in Edinburgh this weekend? You're going to the UFC? No, no, yeah. But, you know, if I wasn't here. So Lee, McGreg- Lee McGregor, main event. And you know what? It's been a mad journey for Lee McGregor to get to this point. Because this is a weird show. Let, let's just throw... Let's talk about the elephant in the room straight away. This show... The three fights we're going to preview, or the two main fights that we're going to preview, the three fights we'll mention, are all associated to the same IBO belt. Disclaimer, we don't recognize that as a true world title. It is what it is, but they're the big fights this weekend. We're just going to talk about them anyway. Obviously, Lee McGregor kicks it all off on Friday night with Wasman back on Channel 5. Wasman have got TV deals with everyone. Mm. The other week they had a show on DAZN. Mm-hmm. Now they're back on Channel 5. It's hard to keep track, but this one is on Channel 5 on Friday night. Lee McGregor taking on Eric Ayala out of Mexico. Ayala's got a solid 13-1 and record. Again, it is for the super bantamweight version of that lesser world title. But he's been on a... Even though they've got similar records, I think McGregor's 12-0, and 0, isn't he? But, like, he had that big win, didn't he? Uh, the big domestic win uh, over Farouk yeah. in the British title. Yeah, but... the. Uh, is that bigger than the European one? Well, that was about four years ago. And I feel like since then, because that was a big moment. Yeah, and it yeah, was like, wow, it was a crack and fight. Glasgow versus Edinburgh. Everyone was engaged. Real British title fight. The winner absolutely moves forward. Unfortunately, the loser had to retire from the sport due to injury. Heartbreaking, because yeah. what a talent he was. It was a tight fight, man. It was a really close fight. And I'll be, listen, disclaimer, I thought Freak just edged it, but either way. But I feel like since then, even now, as you say, he picked up a version, he picked up the European title yeah, the, yeah. the weight division. First round knockout, mate. Yeah. But it was off TV. It was, yeah. he, you know, and listen, Leeton's done brilliant for Lee McGregor to keep him busy, to get him a European title for move him up into this weight class. But for someone of his talent, I feel like the last four years has been such a long, drawn-out process. And mm. it's not really fair on the kid because I like Lee McGregor. He's a talented lad. Yeah. I, you know what? Here's a stat for you. Here we go. Here we go. This is wild. Is, is it non-badger? Lee McGregor, last man to beat Sonny Edwards. Is that true? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. Could honestly. Could well be. Last man to beat Sonny That's Edwards. That's not a stat. The last Mate, time. Listen, a stat. You're giving factual information to people watching and listening, yeah? Uh, you can't just say, this might be mo- <laughs> this might be, or might not be true. If it, if it isn't true, yeah. it's almost true. And by that, I mean, Sonny may have lost. Again, since? In the as seniors. An amateur. They, they fought each other in the youth ABAs, and I remember Lee McGregor beating Sonny Edwards. Sonny may have lost in a senior ABA. I don't think he did, but he may have lost before he turned pro. I'm thinking about that now. Maybe he did lose in the senior ABA finals. So the last one to beat him is a junior. He was the last. That's a fact. Lee McGregor <laughs> was the last person to beat Sonny Edwards in the juniors. Sonny Edwards may have lost one more fight in the seniors, but obviously he's undefeated now as a pro world champion, blah, blah, blah. The point, the point I'm making, Lee McGregor comes from good stock. You know, he's a talented oh, kid. Oh, mate, he's brilliant. And I just feel like... It's hard to say, finally, he's with a big promoter. He's got a big network because, you know, I, I feel like Wasserman, after one stage looking like they were going to take over boxing with the World Boxing Super Series, mm. now promote shit as well as yeah. real good boxing like this. They also do, you know, misfits and all that garbage and blur the lines and they're part of the problem rather than the solution. Blah, 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 blah. But Lee McGregor this weekend, good showcase for him, good opportunity for him, a Mexican coming over, 
Just click, just click his name there. When was the last time Lee McGregor fought? Because, like you say, it, that, that European he's, he's title had a lot win. of stuff with Lee, with yeah Newcastle Arena. Um, that was on the Lewis Ritson undercard, if you remember. He had that win. Then he had the the draw with Ruiz. That was a Lee a Lee and show. Yeah. The European title fight, the first round knockout, fourth round knockout. That was a Lee and show. So a lot of stuff off TV. It's been going on here. When was that? What's the date there? The European. The, the European one, yeah. Uh, August 21. Fucking hell. Is it that long ago? Yeah. Honestly, right. it's like the Farouk fight was 2019. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like the last four years, Lee should have really kicked on. But it just hasn't happened for one reason or another. Listen, hopefully this is the springboard now and hopefully Wasserman can keep him busy and, and move him forward and this belt for what it's worth may well push him in a direction and an opportunity that is starting to feel long overdue. But I just kind of feel for him because I, I just remember how buzzing we were after the Farouk Mate. fight going, wow, both these kids move on, nobody loses, blah, blah, blah. And then the disappointment of Farouk's retirement. And it's like McGregor's had to stumble along. And I feel like, you know, he's with Ben Davidson. He's training with Lee Wood day in, day out, sparring with Lee Wood, iron sharpens, iron, all that stuff. And Lee's... And Lee McGregor is kind of like... When, when, it when. Just, with all, listen, I know that you mentioned in Lee Eaton, who does a wonderful, wonderful, incredible wonderful job. Incredible. But it just goes to prove how important promotional TV. connections are, TV, TV connections are, all those types of things. Because... Lee's a super, super talent. Like I said, nobody at the point of winning that European title, nobody had done that to that opponent at that stage. I know that there's, you know, there's been wins and losses since. But he went in there and absolutely blitzed him. Yeah. And that should have set him up for something major then. And like you said, for two years, you kind of haven't heard too much about him. No. We know he's been out and he's been doing bits because obviously... I think he's only had one fight in the last 18 months or so, though. He hasn't been busy. He's had fights fall through and everything else. And that's yeah. been the frustrating thing for him. Injuries Listen, this is stuff. a big opportunity. It's Channel 5. It's yeah. terrestrial TV. Yeah. You know, we've seen previously with the likes of Harlem Eubank uh, main event on Channel 5. It, it, it has the opportunity to do big numbers, even though, you know, I, I give Wasman a little bit of a, a backhand slap there, but, you know, they, they've, they've had to rescue a couple of Channel 5 cards, if you remember, the last couple. The main events fell off. This has happened. That's happened. So you do feel for them a little bit, but he can draw a big audience this weekend, and he is a big name still up in yeah. Scotland. This is his hometown, Edinburgh. Yeah. I just hope everything falls into place for him. I think this is the right opponent as well. And uh, hopefully this is the springboard towards a massive 2024 because the kid just deserves the opportunities because we know he can fight. Um, what have they done with the undercard? Well, Marius Breedus is on it, isn't he? Oh, it is Isaac Lowe on this one? Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. I'm just looking at them names there. Tom Eubank. Yeah. Isaac Lowe. Zoltan Zurabek. I'm sure it's not on Boxec, but I'm certain. Breedis. Breed, Marius Breedis. Yeah, I saw, comes I, saw back on it. I saw that on my social media at some point. This yeah, week. he's fighting a Scottish lad up there, isn't he? He's fighting a local lad up in Scotland. This is his comeback fight. I think it's only supposed to be a... Eight or a ten round and a non-title fight, of course. He's been inactive since he lost to Jai Opataya. There's been a lot of talk about Marius Breedis moving up to heavyweight and having a campaign there. He's been talking about Jake Paul. Well, that's, that, stuff, the, that's the problem. He took his eye off Jai Opataya because he, he was did. too busy fucking dressing up as Super Mario, yeah. calling out Jake Paul. But uh, 
I hope he does come back on this card, especially if, if anyone up in Scotland who's bought tickets. I think it'd be good for Channel 5 as well to feature a former well, a former, okay now, a former three-time World Cruiserweight champion, Breedus yeah. was. So massive if he is still on the card. Again, disappointingly, he's not on BoxRec. I haven't seen anything today to suggest he isn't off it. Did you see, but, just on that, while, whilst you're talking about Breedus and his weight division and Jay Opataya, did you see that uh, he signed with Matchroom, Opataya? Yes, yes. Yeah. Did you see the other big signing this morning? For who? For the heavyweight division. For matchroom? Nope. Top rank. I got an email this morning. Jalalov. Jalalov has signed for top rank. Uh, wise That's move. big. Wise move. That's big, man. Yeah, of course it is. Because he's, we, we've seen him. We've commentated on him. We've been with him up close and personal. He's, by the way, he's people, a talent. People, people might not necessarily have seen too much of Jalalov. He is, in my opinion, we talk about Jared Anderson on the show, don't we? We talk about some of the other younger ones that are coming through. He's further along for me. Mm -hmm. than all them. Obviously, he picked up that gold medal, didn't he, in the, at the Olympics, where he took a mini break out of his career. Yeah. He was pro, came out, went to the Olympics, won the gold medal, then came back. Yeah. Um, obviously, his matchmaking and his, his fights since coming back haven't really set the world on fire. Great move. Top rank, hopefully, will just throw him into something quite decent. Yeah. I, I mean, they've got Makhmadov, they've got Anderson. Mm -hmm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I think they've got the future of the heavyweight division. Yeah, yeah and obviously if you've, got, if you've got John Love there as well, man. Yeah. He's a super. Do you reckon they'll match? Do you reckon they'll match any of that? No, no not at Within this Within the next three fights? Not at this stage. You know, do you know? Bob's been doing this too long to actually put on fights fans want to see. He knows how to groom these people and get them to an opportunity where they're going to make as much money as possible. So, you know, this is not MMA. This is boxing, let's be honest. But anyway, um, just back to Friday night when you were getting beasted by Michael Bispin this morning. I did do a little bit of work. I did watch uh, Ayala, Lee McGregor's opponent's fight from December. Mm -hmm. The entire eight rounds is on YouTube if you want to go and watch it yourself. I only watched it because I thought... I don't want to come on here and, and do what we may have done previously and gone, oh, Eddie's bringing over some unknown Mexican we've never heard of, one of Canelo's camp, and, you know, he's getting fed because he's never fought outside of Mexico before, and then suddenly these monsters turn up and smash our featherweights to bits, and you're like, oh, my God, another Mexican assassin. So I thought, I'll have a little watch of Ayala just in case... He's, he's the next. He's, he's the next big banging Mexican that's gonna break British hearts. He isn't. <laughs> he isn't. He's a very much. I know he's got a, a thirteen and one record, but I watched this fight from December. He's a head down brawler, typical Mexican club level fighter. And if if he turns up and performs the way I watched him perform this morning, Ben Real. Davidson and Lee McGregor will eat him up for breakfast. So mm. uh, expect a big performance by McGregor. Ayala ain't that monster. 
that we've seen previously. And I think it's a good showcase for, for Lee McGregor on, on Channel 5. Fight of the weekend, do you think, in... Oh, is it Oklahoma that they're fighting? Oklahoma. It's a f- musical, that, isn't it? Yeah, George Cambosos versus Maxi Hughes. Mm. Great bit of matchmaking, I think. Obviously, you've got former unified world champion in George Cambosos. Yep. Uh, a person that we all fell in love with because of his attitude of making... The emperor. Well, making the fights that we wanted to make, you know what I mean? There was plenty of opportunity after you beat... Tifimo Lopez to say, nah, man, I'm going to go home and I'm going to go and have a couple of soft touches. This is boxing at the end of the day. That's what the majority do. But he mm. didn't, did he? He went, now nah, go on then, Devin Haney. Let's rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Okay. He didn't win. He came up short on those particular nights. But it doesn't change the fact that he put himself out there, which should be respected by all boxing fans, and they should actually be on the George Cambosa's train. Similar with Maxi. What an unbelievable insane journey Maxi Hughes has been on over the last... Three years, would you say? Yeah. He, he was like the, the pandemic man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy. Put up the bat signal. Yeah. He was like, woof. Pandemic came in and everybody else shut down. And Maxi just went, nah, man, I'll fucking, I'll get cracking, man. Yeah. I'll get cracking. And look what he's done. He's had some wonderful fights. And okay, okay, right. I don't value this belt. Right? There's too many belts in boxing. We know that. But I don't, val- I don't value this belt. But this, if I'm not mistaken is some type of eliminator for the IBF or something like that, which puts Quite him in possibly. prime position to be challenging uh, for the IBF title. Mm-hmm. I like this fight. I like it a lot. It's a wonderful opportunity for Maxi. Obviously, he's done the majority of his work in the UK, hasn't he? Yep. His fans, that Josh Warrington clan, get to, uh, get to travel to, again, mad little place, Oklahoma, to, uh, to get a bit of a stateside visit. Uh, and George Cambosos, like I said, I'm a fan of George Cambosos because of his attitude of wanting to take the Devin Haney fight when many others wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Mate, I, I think for Maxi, it's kind of like, it sounds mad because obviously from being from the UK, I, I'm going to America to defend my title against an Australian. It's live on ESPN. And you're like, mate, you've cracked it. Yeah. Like th- that was what I always dreamed of and pushed for, for Sam Eggington. Sam Eggington was supposed to be this, and he ended up being this. Yeah. And it was like, let's get him to America, man. Let's complete this story by giving him a big showcase. Get him on at MSG. Get him on in Las Vegas. Doesn't matter. You know, he could have fought, he could have fought Paulie Malinaji in at Madison Square Garden, and it would have defined his legacy and all that. And, and I think that was the only thing Eggington was denied. And when this fight got made with Maxi Hughes, Lou DeBella's come in to work with Maxi Hughes, and this opportunity with George Cambosis gets put on the table, I'm like, yeah, man, he deserves mm-hmm. it. Listen, Maxi's lost, what, five, six, six fights in his career? We all remember when he had the back... He had, I think he had about 15 fights with Ward, if you remember. It was probably three. But he had a bunch of fights with Ward, which he, which he, he lost two and drawn one of them. Mm. He'd lost against... Um, one of the one of the Walsh brothers he beat one of the Walsh brothers yeah. during this Renaissance run as well. He's on this incredible form right now. He's just beat Kid, Kid Galahad, which Mate. everyone said he would lose that fight. That's an unbelievable win. Yeah, it's a great win, and he really is like the Renaissance man. He really is having this Indian summer, and he deserves this moment where he goes to America, defends his belt, Cambosas, the former unified champion, the opposite corner. This is perfect, but I just feel like we've got here. And then fight week, it's, oh, it's in Oklahoma. And you're a bit like, Oklahoma? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's a bit like, oh, I man, he doesn't get as mad. No, no offense to anyone that lives in Oklahoma. It's probably fucking gorgeous. I would love to visit there. Anyone's got a couch, whatever you want to pay for me, I'll come and visit you in Oklahoma. I know all about farming and badges and all that stuff, so it's no problem. Proper country, isn't it? I would have thought. 
sounds country to me, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a weird place. It's not Vegas, it's not New York. It's, it's not just a fight a, capital, is it's it? It's just a weird place for Maxi to go. And all Maxi's mates go, hey, we're going to America. Maxi's fighting in America. Oh, this is going to be great. Where are we going? Oklahoma. So what? You know what I mean? It's like, where? Yeah. But anyway, but regardless, what the opportunity what remains the same. Yeah. And what you've just said about the American broadcasts. ESPN. ESPN. It's going to be millions of homes at the weekend on American. This is, this, for both guys, obviously, George is uh, from down under. And I know that he's been back home recently defending those championships. But now... We know he's a road warrior. He's yeah. been here. He's been in the UK, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and pulled the pants down with quite a few fighters. And going over to the States, he's already done it. So he'll be a popular name. People will know who he yeah. is. I think he came across really, really well when uh, in, the, in the immediate aftermath of beating Tiafimo Lopez, he was everywhere, weren't he? he, was, he this is what I liked about him at the time. Because he's he top, he, top, top three, top four mate, he in beat, lightweight division. He beat Tiafimo Lopez, right? Don't underestimate how good that victory is. Because everybody at the time were going, oh, TL's head's gone and all this type of stuff. Tiafimo Lopez has just stood Josh Taylor on his head, yeah. right? And Josh Correct. Taylor's one of the very, very best at 140 pounds. So at 135, for George Cambosas to do what he did against TL, put him down mm -hmm. first round, Immense. was absolutely outstanding. But then the character that he shows in the immediate aftermath, is everything that I want from a fighter. Yes. I want them to, right, I'm the guy. Okay, what's next? I'll go to the Ryan Garcia fight. I'll go to the Javonta Davis fight. I'll go to the Devin Haney fight. Generate headlines. I'll be, he stayed behind. If you remember when he beat Tio, mm -hmm. he stayed behind an extra week, I think, in America. Two because weeks, I think it was. Because he went to two different because shows. Because Lomachenko, Lomachenko fighting? Somebody was fighting. And he went, he went to all the fights. Um, Tap ringside. Done all the media. Ringside, done all the did interviews. Did the telly. Yeah. And he went, no, nah, I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm eyeing up my next, my next yeah. guys. And I'm like going... Yes, mate. This is ex and then stuck to it because he was. He said, "Everybody wants Lomachenko. We'll do Lomachenko." War kicks off, sadly, so he can't get the Lomachenko fight. He goes, "All right, can't get Lomachenko. He's the next best guy." Devin Haney. Devin Haney. Dangerous as fuck, Devin Haney. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Best likely on the planet, Devin Haney. Right. We know George, that now. But George Cambosis went, "Yeah, let's go. Let's roll, man." Yeah. Okay. We have a rematch clause in there or whatever because mm -hmm. he was protecting himself or whatever he was doing, mm -hmm. but. You've got to admire that attitude. Now, and because of that attitude, I'm, I'm a fan of what he's doing. I like his style. I think he's an aggressive little bugger. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, I think this matches up really, really well to be a solid fight at the weekend. Yeah. And listen, Max, I think, I think the, 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 the bookies will obviously sway with George Cambosis because he's beaten a higher caliber of opponents with all due Correct. respect to Kate Galahad. However, I've, I've gone beyond... Doubting Maxi Hughes, yeah. you know what I mean? Because the kid shouldn't be doing what he's doing. He shouldn't have to be having the career that he's had. How is he doing it? Well, he's, he's fucking pulled his socks up and he's worked damn hard. Yeah. And he deserves these opportunities. Listen, I, I don't think it's the payday we'd like to have seen him got out there. In fact, I know it's not the payday we'd, we'd like to have seen him got. Going to America, defending a belt against a former world champion of this calibre. Mm. But hey-ho, there's also the conversation of, all right, well, if he, if he doesn't take this fight, someone else fights Cambosis, someone else gets the opportunity. Because if you beat a George Cambosis, yeah. you're going to get a proper world title fight yeah. next without any shadow of a doubt. And as you say, if, that, if it is an, an IBF eliminator... Yeah, I think it is. If it is, and it, it would suggest it is because Cambosis is first on the poster, which means that they're not using this as a IBO world title defence. Come on. People, calling people it know an IBF final eliminator. Here's the guy who's ranked number five. Here's the guy who's ranked, what, what, what's he, 10, somewhere 10 to 15, I would suggest Maxi Hughes is because of the form that he's in. Um, 
but yeah, listen, Maxi goes over there, regardless of the fact he's probably getting less money than he should have, fact. But he's going over there knowing that a win against George Cambosas gets him a proper world title fight and that could land him the dream fight in a Las Vegas or in a Madison Square Garden in a New York, somewhere like that. I think it could be a, a, a bit of a fight of the year, this, you know. I fucking hope so. Just, I hope so. Yeah, listen, we've got, we know what Max is going to do. But we also know what George is going to do. George, George is a warrior. He's yeah. going to fight. Yes. And neither guy, I don't think, are going to have to go looking for each other. Maxi's good, at, very good at controlling the pace of a fight. He's, but, he's very good at rounds. Can work at a really high rate. That's what I mean. Cambosis, you know, prior to his his win over his win over Tiafimo Lopez, he was just famed for being Manny Pacquiao's main sparring partner. Yeah. That was his life. That was his, that was his body of work. But he stepped out of that shadow with the win over Tiafimo. He's defined himself and his own career. But he won't want to just go down as the guy that beat Tiafimo Lopez, which, as you just pointed out, Very good. is aging like a fine wine. He, want, he will want to kick on again. And right now, with Devin Haney moving up to super lightweight, with the four belts getting fragmented, four belts, for fuck's sake, but with all them belts getting fragmented, mm. Cambos, as well as, as, as uh, Maxi Hughes knows, the winner of this fight will absolutely get to fight for one of those four vacant belts. Mm. And it's looking like the IBF because they put an eliminator on mm -hmm. there. Uh, Keyshawn's on this, yeah? Yeah, the main man. The main man. Well, listen. Andy Cruz fought last week, That's Keyshawn. That's all people will be talking about all week, <laughs> isn't it? Andy Cruz fought last week, and you saw him put on a masterclass, a 10-round shutout, quite comfortable on his professional debut. Against an opponent, he did an eight-round shutout against, let's make that clear. Yes. But he fought last week, show me something. Exactly. He's basically the message, in it, mm -hmm. uh, for Keyshawn Davis, who is a supreme talent, working with the very best uh, stable mates like uh, Shakur and, and various others. Listen, I picked him as my overseas prospect that one to watch this year, didn't I? So I'm looking forward to seeing him do his thing. I'm, look, I'm looking forward after this because obviously the conversation of Andy, Andy Cruz entering professional boxing now, I really want Top Rank to start taking some risks with him. So listen, man. You've been there, done it, got the T-shirts and amateur. We don't need to have 10, 15, 20 fights before we do anything. Let's go. He, he's still, he's, he's, he's young now, isn't he? What is he, 23, 24? Oh, yeah, he's younger than Andy Cruz, yeah. Well, Andy Cruz is a lot older. Andy Cruz, Matchroom, I feel like Matchroom have to rush with Andy Cruz to maximise his career earnings, not necessarily because he's only got three or four years left. He's probably got six or seven years left. But to maximise your return, you want to get Andy Cruz into a world title fight as quickly as possible. And those, as, as we just pointed out, those four belts come available. With Keyshawn, with him being 24, I don't know whether the rush is there yet you know Andy Cruz ain't going up any further is Keyshawn destined for super lightweight maybe even welterweight in yeah, the future so I, I don't know whether there's that race to please people because they ain't Keyshawn Davis ain't fighting Andy Cruz anytime soon no that ain't happening I'm not saying that I'm no just no saying... but that ain't happening politically that ain't happening as much as we'd love to see it that ain't happening so I think top rank will just take the you know just, just take the foot off the gas a little bit with Keyshawn and go okay listen let's stay over here Shakur's on a, career, a collision course with Andy Cruz at some way, shape, or form think? anyway. I think so. Have you not seen... <clears throat> so that, what, have they, what have they done this week? Because they've been calling everybody, haven't they? They've been made number one with the WBC for Shakur mm -hmm. at light. And I'm sure they're campaigning for the WBO one as well. Mm -hmm. um, so Devin Haney's got... We brought this up, didn't we, on, on social media. Devin Haney's got, a, again, a, a fighter... With the George Cambosis attitude, obviously. Yeah. Cambosis <clears throat> did what he did 
And Devin Haney's kind of fo- following it on. Regis Progre, Teofimo Lopez, Shakur Stevenson, and the possibility of a rematch with Lomachenko. They're your four. There's no wrong answer. <laughs> no. Is there? For, for Devin Haney. Money, 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 money. Now, obviously, some of those are not at 135. So yeah. if you do choose a Teofimo, because yeah. you want to become a two-weight world champion, or Regis, then... That division becomes wide open. Then, Correct. Right? That's and when all those belts get fragmented. And Shakur's obviously well. He's number one with the WBC because yeah. that's they've they've ordered that. Um. And obviously he wants a shot at the WBO as well. Mate, that is so exciting. That, Mate, that honestly, little di- dynamic. There's so exciting. We we a couple of years ago we had the four, didn't we? We had Ryan Garcia, Tiafimo Lopez, uh, Tank Davis, and yeah. Devin Haney. And we were like, it's the you know, it, it's the four kings once more. Can we get these fights to happen? Yeah. And you had the shadow of Lomachenko lurking in the background. You were like, holy shit, we're going to get some amazing fights. Yeah. And then we haven't really had all those fights. We've had one. Awesome. We've had one. We've had Tiafimo over here with Loma. We've had Devon with Loma. Yeah. We've had, obviously, Ryan Garcia and, and Tank, Tank have done it one time. So we've had a flavor. But I feel like that's like maybe, well, Devon and T.O. might go up to weight division. But look, the things are moving and we're not going to kind of get the round robin we thought we were going to get yeah, but like we got with the Four Kings. But yeah. there's fresh blood to inject into yeah, that conversation yeah, yeah. now with the names you've just talked about. So sure, yeah. in and around lightweight, super lightweight, that's where the fucking action can be stratospherically hot. And this, and this, is, what, this is what I mean, right? When we come on our show or we do mainstream and... The majority of mainstream broadcasters want to talk to us about heavyweights. Yeah. Right? So it is all, a lot of it is doom and gloom. A lot of it of is negative. A lot of it is, uh, Yeah. But look at what we just said about lightweight, super lightweight. And welter. Let's throw welter in as well, because we've got boots well, and Ortiz, and you've got we had the a big dis- fight next weekend. Yeah, well, pre- previous to this show starting, we had a little discussion, should we preview Fulton Inoue today or should we do a special on it next week? No, we're doing a special on it next week. Fucking right we are. Because it deserves its own airtime, that fight, because of how good of a fight that is. Yeah. Again, lower weight divisions. My point that I'm trying to make is, yes, the cloud of the heavyweight division often dictates the conversation piece, especially in the mainstream. But boxing is absolutely flying right mm-hmm. now. It's, it's better now, this year, 2023, than it's been for a long, long period of time, since since the end of the pandemic, I'd say, 21, 22, now 23, matchmakers have got their act together. We're seeing undisputed fights. Yeah. We want more. Of course. And we want better cards. There's, there's still conversations well, yeah. for that. But main events, the best, are now starting to fight the best. Hopefully, Spence and Crawford do inspire far more of that. And, you know, once the heavyweights get their shit together, boxing's in a really good place. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. The girls are doing it. The girls are doing it week in, week out. It's a lot easier for the girls to do it, No, I know, but you look down the girls' weight classes, and most of them are unified now. Most of them have got one champion, one weight division. That is brilliant from a fan's perspective. Yeah, of course it is. That's what we should all be pulling for all the time. I know we just talked about then about the lightweight belts ultimately probably going to get fragmented, but you know once they get picked up by the likes of Shakur, by the likes of Andy Cruz, by the likes of, you know, these guys... They're gonna go and wanting to bring them back together again. They're not gonna. Oh, I'm gonna go and defend against this guy over here. Nah, man, that ain't in Shakur's locker. It ain't Andy Cruz's locker. It ain't in Cambosis's locker. If they pick up these world title belts, they're gonna be like, right, get me another world champion, mm. and that's good. It's good for boxing, and that's how everyone makes money, man. In and around those weight divisions, give me one fight. Shakur, Andy Cruz. 
deer jumps off the page for lightweight, vacant lightweight. But I think in, Do you know what mine is? in the general conversation we've just had, yeah, go on. just because of the way he performed against Josh Taylor, I still want to see our fight. Yeah, Devin Haney versus Tia. Of course. Listen, that's the dream for me and you, innit? Of course. Your guy versus my guy. Exactly. Tia versus De Devin would be absolutely outstanding. The one, that, oh. that one aside, move that to the side, Shakur versus Tank. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? There's not a bad fight. There's not a bad fight to be made, to be totally honest with you. Mate, Shakur There's no Tank bad fights. just because they're both nasty bastards. Yeah. And both supremely talented. Yeah. And, and listen, I could see Shakur... Standing on his head for six rounds, and then Frank, eh, Frank, Frank, Tank, Tank turned it on and just absolute, cleaning him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what makes that fight so sexy. <sighs> Mate, those fights will happen. I truly believe the mentality of the fighters we've just spoke about in and around lightweight, super lightweight, and welterweight. Boots wants to define a legacy. He does, he's not happy to be thirty, you know, and I've fought nobody. He wants a legacy. These fighters want legacies these days, and I, I truly believe that we will see these fights, especially because Tank and Ryan Garcia showed the way. Mm. We can do a million pay-per-view buys if we fight each other. Well, did you not? Have you seen um, Oscar De La Hoya did an unbelievable interview yesterday with uh, Ariel on, uh, M I think, what's it called now? MMA. It's not called MMA Hour, surely, because it's five, five hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But on Ariel's program, Oscar was on there, and there was loads of stuff like life story stuff. I know that you're a big fan of Oscar, so uh -huh. you'll definitely love it. Um, but he was talking about, like, Ryan cleared 30 million, him personally, and then Ryan's put a thing on in the aftermath of that saying, yeah, the fight generated 100 million. There Bingo. you go, lads. Bingo. There you go. They've set the way, right? A million pay-per-view buys, don't get me wrong, those two guys have a big pull on social media and they're big stars, I get that. The fight, the hype, all yep. that. Well, a million, pull, a million, a million pay-per-view buys is, is, you know, roughly $100 a pay-per-view. It's 100 million quid. Mate. And you divide that up between everybody. Everybody makes legacy, generational wealth-type money. Yeah. The, like, those other fighters can jump on the back of that. Haney can do that with, by fighting against Teofimo Lopez. Yeah. Shakur can do that by fighting against... I'm really interested to see what happens next weekend with um, Spence Crawford, what it does. Don't get me wrong, we're in. We're all in. Yeah. You know we're all in. I, I don't think it'll do a million buys. I really I don't, don't. I don't. Right now I don't. But I hope, I hope it fucking does. Yeah, me too. Because that then will set the things off in people's heads going, ah, right. Yeah. So this we, is how you do so it. So if we fight someone good, we make some dough. Yeah. Let's fight somebody good. Because that'll put, that'll put more fighters' pressure on promoters and their own management to go, listen, man, I don't want to fucking fight 10 guys in, in my backyard making routine defences mm. that people aren't bought in. Get me a proper fight. Let's make some proper money. Yeah, man. Um, anything else from this weekend that's uh, got your balls tingling? No, or just those not, two? I wouldn't say necessarily tingling. Jazza Dickens is defending his version of one of these IBO belts as well, featherweight out in Dubai. Uh, that's against um, Sosa. An Argentinian kid, don't know too much about him, so a couple of losses on his record. Not a big puncher either. Um, but yeah, Jazza Dickens main event and out in Dubai. That completes a, a triple deck of IBO title defences, whatever they're worth. Mm. All good then. But it's all about Oklahoma in it. Can Maxi do Oklahoma. it? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Li listen, I'm going to be honest, I'm not bothered who wins it. I just know that it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really, really good fight, that, and that's the, that's the one to be looking out for this weekend. Uh, George Campos versus Maxi Hughes. We will do a, um, what we're going to do 
we'll review next Monday and then we'll do a special on Inoue Fulton. Don't forget, right? 11 a.m. Tuesday morning. I think ring walks around 1 p.m., you know. Show starts at 11. Well, I'm, mate, I'm having the full day of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 11 a.m. I'll be there. Saying. Front and centre, yeah. sunshine. Sky Sports in the UK, 11 a.m., yeah. live from uh, Tokyo in Japan. Yeah. Fulton and Inoue will be very, very special. Quite possibly the fight to define who is the best powerful power fighter on the planet until the Saturday when we might have another fight with Errol Spence and Crawford to define who is the best powerful power fighter on the planet. And who knows? It might give us a real conversation to say, maybe it isn't Usyk. Maybe it's that guy. Twice in a week. Mate, listen, I'll tell Twice you. Twice in a week. I, I will tell you now, right? If, if Terence Crawford beats Errol Spence, he's powerful power number one. Okay. Right? Yeah. I don't... I wouldn't say if Spence beats Crawford. What about Inoue jumping up to his fourth weight division right. for the first time, taking on Cool Boy Steph, who, let's face it, is sensational. That wouldn't put him top of the list? Four-weight world champion? It'll put him on top of the list on Tuesday. <laughs> and then Crawford will go number one on Saturday. Unfortunately for Usyk, we fully expect him, sorry, Daniel, to win his next fight, and he won't get to, de to add to his legacy. No. Beating Daniel Dubois, with all due respect, yeah. doesn't really do anything for Usyk's GOAT status, pound-for-pound uh, -pound status legacy. But these two guys are in real pound-for-pound -pound enforcing fights. And you know what? Flip it round as well, man. If cool boy Steph becomes the first guy to stand him on his head, Inoue, then he can shoots up the rankings as well. And likewise, Errol Spence, after the trauma he's been through in his personal life in recent years, That's to come point. back and, and, and to, to beat the great Terence Crawford. Come on, man. What a week next week's going to be for boxing. Insane. And if, just by chance, you're an MMA fan as well, Justin Gates is fighting Dustin Poirier <laughs> in the same week. Yeah, in Salt Lake City. Madness. Absolute madness. Mad Next week is the maddest week I can remember for a long Boss. period of time for fights right across boxing and MMA. It's going to be outstanding. Uh, make sure you come back and join us for the review show on Monday and the special, which we'll also put out on Monday uh, via our website, fightdisciples.com. Everything's there for you, all audio feeds. I would also like you to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Fight Disciples is what you are looking for there. Thank you very much. I'm going to go and see if that cleaner's left my room now and uh, crack on with the rest of me there. <laughs> Catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.